You're listening to Aussie Fire, a guide to financial independence for Australians. We're big fans of sharing experiences and talking about money. But remember, any advice is general and does not consider your financial situation, needs or objectives. So consider whether it's appropriate for you. Chapter 1. Find your why and type of FI by Kurt from Perla. Find your why. Achieving financial independence is generally defined as the point in time when your passive income exceeds your ongoing living costs. It's the pinnacle of the FIRE journey, and it means so much to so many people. But what will it mean for you? If you don't have a good answer, it's incredibly important that you find one. You need your why to make spending and saving decisions based on your values. And your why is what inspires you to find creative ways to spend less or earn more, or do both, so you can reach your financial and lifestyle goals sooner. Arguably, finding your why is the most important step in the FIRE journey. Without it, what are you saving for? But this first step is also the one that many budding FIRES get so wrong. They have a cloudy vision of endless holidays in their mind, and that's about it. Poorly defined goals aren't motivating. Clear, detailed goals are. Unfortunately, this is one step you can't afford to get wrong. Your why is your foundation, and the lack of foundation when times get tough is the main reason those who've started their fire journey stray from their path. There's no rulebook for finding your why. Everyone's why is different, and only you can discover it. Also, your why won't be a static thing either. As you go through life, your motivations and goals will probably change. Mine certainly have. But there are a number of methods out there that can help, ranging from professionally taught courses to blog posts from people who've done it. See page 11 of the ebook for links to more details. At the end of the day, if you simply take some time to reflect on what you would do when you hit fire, why that's valuable to you, and write it down, then that's a great start. Reflecting on how popular the fire movement has become over the last decade, It's clear that FIRE does satisfy many whys. No matter whether you're a doctor or a nurse, a teacher or a tradie, an engineer or a designer, or something entirely different, financial independence has something to offer everyone. You just simply need to find out what it has to offer you. Fundamentally though, not having to rely on your paycheck to live and being unshackled from a salary is an intoxicating idea for almost everyone I've met. And while most people still don't believe it's possible, that's starting to change. In fact, as fire has become more and more popular, different types of fire have begun to emerge. So, as you're contemplating your why, I figure it's probably worth introducing you to the many different types of fire that are now out there so you can get an idea of the options available to you and ultimately fire faster or in a way that suits you better and hopefully give you a little laugh along the way too. The seven types of fire. The fire movement has gained massive popularity over the last decade. So much so that there are now seven types of fire. They are traditional fire, or just fire, lean fire, fat fire, barista fire, semi-fire, geofire, and nomad fire. I think Google Trends tells the story pretty well. The graph below shows how interest in fire, or more specifically, the financial independence retire early search term, has grown over the past 10 years. See page 13 of the ebook for the graph. Spoiler, it's astonishing. 
From late 2017 to June 2020, interest has grown over three times. And not only that, but financial independence retire early is a ranking search term in 26 countries, many of whom don't even have English as a first language. So it's undeniable, the fire is spreading. With so many people interested and engaged, FIRE has evolved to have a few different subtypes based on simple but important questions such as, what kind of lifestyle do I want to live on my journey? How do I plan to reach my end goal? What am I willing to do or not do to save money? Some people want to retire ASAP because they hate their job. Others love their job and aren't in a rush at all. They just want that intoxicating feeling of independence. Similarly, some people want to maintain their current lifestyle, while others want to cut back and bring their fire date forward as fast as possible. And the list goes on. While everybody's answers to these questions are different, common patterns have emerged that have led to the creation of seven distinct types of fire so far. I've summarized each of the seven types and have also provided links to the best resources I've found on each type. My aim is to provide one place to explore every type not to be comprehensive about each type. We've also made a types of fire quiz to help you explore strategies that might be a good match for you. Please remember though, that the beauty of fire is that it can be achieved in many different ways. Your quiz result is just an indication of where your strategy lies based on community stereotypes we've researched and experienced ourselves here at Perla. It's not advice. The only right way to fire is your way which needs to be based on your unique goals and your own research, which hopefully this helps you do. With that out of the way, let's explore the seven types. Traditional fire. You're probably already familiar with traditional fire or just fire. It's the foundation for all the other types. The aim is to be able to retire from traditional work and not rely on a paycheck. This is typically achieved by accumulating income generating assets with the goal being to accumulate enough money to cover your current living expenses. Basically, people who fall into traditional fire want to retire living the same lifestyle as they do today. If traditional fire is you, then you typically have average to above average income, are diligent about not spending money on things you don't value, aren't counting every dollar you spend but do track some spends, have simplified your lifestyle, save money aggressively, and invest most of it, and enjoy working but want flexibility and choice. The big distinctions between fire and the subtypes only really become apparent after understanding the other types, so listen on. Lean fire. Lean fire is fire on a tight budget. $40,000 a year is the commonly quoted number. The aim of this type is usually to retire ASAP. When it comes to saving money, people in lean fire are creative. Some may even say relentless. If this is you, then you are happy with living a simple and minimalistic lifestyle in retirement. On top of saving money, simplifying their lifestyle and investing, lean firers are experts at managing their expenses and being frugal, but they do so without completely compromising comfort. If this is you, then you typically have below average to average income, are extremely conscious of your spending, are an expert at tracking and cutting your expenses, have a frugal lifestyle, save money aggressively and invest most of it, want to retire from your current job ASAP, don't want kids and or live in a low cost of living area. Fat fire. 
Fatfire is fire on a large budget. $100,000 a year is the commonly quoted number. The aim of Fatfire is to reach financial independence in style. Retiring isn't enough. Those pursuing Fatfire have ambitious goals in mind and want to live the high life in retirement, at least in comparison to the other types of fire. Most people who pursue Fatfire are high income earners. High disposable incomes allow them to save greater amounts of money on which they will live once they fire. If this is you, you might be spending more money than the average person, but your high income means you can still save significant amounts, perhaps even proportionately more. If fat fire is you, then you typically have above average income, spend more, but still in a values-based way, are not tracking your expenses, have a more expensive lifestyle, save money aggressively and invest most of it, enjoy working and are not in a rush to retire, want kids and or live in a high cost of living area. Barista fire. Barista fire is fire without the RE or the retire early, at least not in the literal sense. Those who barista fire want to work part-time jobs or in the gig economy after they wrap up their nine to five. Typical barista jobs include barista, surprise, surprise, fruit picking, Uber driving, Airbnb hosting, sports coaching, freelancing, and the list goes on. The drivers behind choosing to barista fire are diverse. Some people just want to be social, others struggle with having too much free time, and others want to fire from their 9 to 5 ASAP. And this is the quickest way to get there. Those who pursue barista fire are aiming to save at least enough to only have to work a fraction of each year to maintain their lifestyle. Others don't necessarily pursue barista fire, but end up working a casual job once they fire anyway. Reasons for the retroactive baristering are very diverse, but common ones include needing to supplement income after financial circumstances change, finding a new social outlet, and becoming bored in full-blown retirement. The key difference between barista fire and semi-fire, next section, is that those who barista fire usually work in part-time occupations that aren't related to their previous professional careers. They are also typically not professional jobs. Whatever the reason, and whether planned or not, these people are not fully fired, but they have hung up their boots of their previous profession for good. Many in fire use the option of barista fire as a backup or last resort if their projections turn out to be too optimistic. Please remember though, it's always better to be conservative than optimistic when it comes to financial projections. Imagine having enough money saved that you only need to earn $5,000 or $8,000 a year. That isn't impossible to achieve. No more 40 plus hour work weeks. If barista fire is for you, then you typically have the same traits as traditional fire, except you're happy to work a fraction of the year for a few years if that means you can fire from your 9 to 5 earlier. You also probably live in or intend to move to a low cost of living area. You might also be considering coupling this strategy with lean fire too. Semi-fire. Semi-fire is the other type of part-time fire. Those who pursue it typically enjoy their current jobs and don't want to fully retire, though they would like to take things a little easier. Essentially, they'd like to work part-time towards the end of their professional careers, keyword being professional. Unlike barista fire, these people don't intend to participate in the gig economy. Typically, if you pursue semi-fire, your part-time work covers your day-to-day -day expenses and lets your nest egg continue to compound when you take a step back from full-time. You also typically enjoy your profession and find it very fulfilling, 
but you'd just like a bit more time to do other things. Unsurprisingly, it is often paired with a fat fire strategy. The life of a semi-fire person is work little, play hard. Goodbye, 40 plus hour work weeks. If semi-fire is for you, then you typically have the same traits as traditional fire, except you enjoy your profession and don't feel any need to retire early. Instead, you'd like to move into a part-time role towards the end of your career. You might be considering coupling this strategy with Fatfire. Geofire. Geofire is fire with geo-arbitrage. What is geo-arbitrage? It's moving to a relatively low cost of living area to reduce annual expenses once fired. It doesn't matter where. All that matters is living expenses are lower. People who are pursuing geofire either have relocated or plan to relocate once they fire to bring forward their fire date. This American couple estimates they saved $80,000 per year by moving 10 miles, which is 16 Ks. See page 19 of the ebook for the link. And by doing so, reduce their time to fire by nine years. And that's just domestic relocation. The savings really start to ramp up if you're willing to relocate internationally. Imagine this scenario. Age 30, net worth 50K. City, Sydney, Australia. Monthly income, $3,000. Monthly spending, $1,500. The cost of living in Sydney is $2,774 per month, which means it would take this person 30 years to reach fire. They will retire when they're about 60 years old. Meanwhile, the cost of living in Ankara, Turkey, is $750 per month. This means that this person could retire in about 8 years at the age of 38 if they move to Ankara. Fired cost of living makes a massive difference to your fired date. For those who have remote work as an option, you wouldn't even have to wait until you fire to move, and that would ramp up your savings rate enormously too. Imagine working for a big tech company, but living on a beach in Sri Lanka. These days, that's possible. In a post-COVID world, it'll fast become possible for more and more people too. That said, moving is definitely not for everybody. Family, friends, healthcare are all huge considerations that together means geofire is not an option for most. But if it is for you, awesome. If this is you, then you typically have the same traits as traditional fire, except you also wouldn't mind relocating if it dramatically reduces your time to fire. You might be thinking of coupling this strategy with fat fire or lean fire too. Both become much easier to achieve if your living expenses are significantly less. Nomad fire. Nomad fire is the extreme version of geofire. People who are pursuing nomad fire have been bitten by the travel bug hard. They plan to travel full time, either after they're fired or in the lead up to fire, also known as digital nomading. If this is you, you would enjoy moving from place to place every couple of months or so, or already do. I.e. you wouldn't just stop at Ankara. After a couple of months, you might move to Santiago, Chile. And the year after that might be Tangata, Sri Lanka. These examples are impractically expensive to fly between, but you get the point. Travelling through low cost of living countries allows you to increase your savings rate in the lead up to fire and reduce your overall fire number. The key to accelerating fire this way is to live frugally in places where your money goes far. This lifestyle can be too adventurous and less stable, so it is not for everybody. Take this into consideration before deciding on any big move. But if Nomad Fire is for you, then you typically have the same traits as traditional fire, except you also love to travel and want to travel heaps when you fire or in the lead up to fire. 
And you also probably don't want kids, at least not while you're traveling. Wrapping up. As the fire has spread, the community has become more and more creative. Nothing is taken for granted, and as you've seen, there's a type of fire for everyone, or at least a mix of them. Here's a general summary of the types of fire today. See page 21 of the ebook for a comparison table of each of the types of fire against required income or typical income, attitude towards investing, attitude towards current work, attitude towards savings, attitude towards family, and attitudes towards travel. Personally, I see myself going down the semi-fire, fat-fire route. I'm tempted to go down the nomad route too, but I do love Australia. Maybe I could nomad for a couple of years though. Not in this COVID climate, I guess. Personal update, I'm off to Bali this July to test out nomad life. What type of fire are you? If you're not sure or just want to play around, test out our free types of fire quiz. You can find the link on page 21 of the ebook and also on our website. It will tell you which type you align with best based on community stereotypes we've researched and experienced ourselves here at Perla. Please remember though, the beauty of fire is that it can be achieved in many different ways. Your quiz result is just an indication of where your strategy lies. The only right way to fire is your way, which needs to be based on your unique goals and your own research, which hopefully this helps you to do. If you'd like to explore the types of fire further, you're in luck. Here's a short list of the best resources we've found when it comes to each type. Please see pages 22 and 23 of the ebook for the resources list and links. About Kurt from Perla. Kurt is one of Perla's co-founders. After reading The Barefoot Investor at the age of 14, Kurt got started on his financial independence journey early. He invested his $15,000 in life savings in three stocks based on a stockbroker's recommendation, right before the global financial crisis. Seeing his share portfolio plummet in value and never bounce back, Kurt resolved to learn all he could about investing and why retail investment gets it so wrong so often. In 2018, Kurt co-founded Perla with his two friends, Hayden and Nick, to make it easier for everyday Aussies to invest in shares the right way. Incremental amounts invested in diversified portfolios for the long term. We hope you enjoyed this chapter of Aussie Fire. For more inspiration, head to perla.com slash explore to browse our resources, calculators, and community insights. Perla is an authorized representative, number 1281540 of Sandland Private Wealth, Proprietary Limited, AFSL 337927. Knowledge is power, especially when investing, so always seek advice and or check out the relevant disclosure document for any financial product, including the PDS and TMD before deciding, which is available from the product issuer's website. When you invest, your capital is at risk, and past performance is not a reliable indicator of future investment returns.